Hey everyone, welcome back to another edition of the Students Ministry Podcast. We are so excited for today. We've got some new friends with us. I'm Josh. I'm Ben. And tell us your name, tell us your grades. My name's Eric, and I'm in seventh grade. My name's Parker, I'm also in seventh grade. And also tell us, what was the best thing you've experienced this week? The best thing you've seen, best thing you've heard, best thing, anything. The best thing this week's got to be uh, either when Mr. Hollis spoke at uh, youth group woo, earlier woo, this week. Shout woo. out to Mr. Hollis. Uh, another real. good thing was also Bible study this week. Yeah. We had, everybody thought it was amazing. Everybody thought it was great. So that was really good. Cool. And we'll get to Bible study in a little bit too. Excited about that one. Eric, what about you, man? Um, Probably Mr. Hollis. It's pretty. It's pretty good. He's pretty cool. He's yeah, pretty, pretty cool. bad guy. Yeah. But that yeah. man, that means the past two weeks in a row, Mr. Hollis has gotten a shout out. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah just a good guy. He is. He really is. Bam. How was your week? It was good. Yeah. A really good week. Lots of good things happened. Okay, um, that's good. I'll, I'll try to stick to one, but it might go to two. That's fine. Um, go for it. First uh, outdoor track meet this past weekend Ooh. down in Cedarville. Oh, nice. Uh, Minus the cold wind and rain, it, there it is. went, or no, cold wind and snow, sorry. Oh, it was snowing. Gotta love outdoor. Yeah, right. The uh, the track was white when we started, so that was fun, but it was good. It was a good, it was a good experience, um, and then I got to sit in on a youth men class today, uh, and Josh, Josh was uh, kind of going through the whole youth men thing, so that was fun to listen into and be able to support him. Plus, I got out of my English class for about an hour, so. Oh, blessing in disguise. There you go. Amen. Man. Yeah. Do you have those spiky things on your shoes? Uh, no. Oh, no. Not for a 10K. Never. I got a... Really? No. Not, oh. I'd be so uncomfortable. A 10K? Um, 25 laps. 25 laps. That's like 24 and a half laps. Way too many. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sprint around once, and that was quite a lot. Yeah. That's so... Still, it's, it's a lot. It's a half uh, too much. Training. I tried to run a mile. <laughs> I could, I could go for about a mile. After that, we started to get a little shaky. Come two miles, I'm pretty much done. That's fair enough. It's a, it's a special niche to uh, do a 10k on a track. So yeah. Can I ask a, a? This is probably a dumb question, but why do you run so much? <laughs> Running's not very fun. I don't like running. <laughs> The um, point of running is to run away from something or run to something. Now, if I have to run danger. 25 miles to something, I better be, I don't know, to the moon. Kilometers. Kilometer. Oh, it's not man. even kilometers. No, well, then I'm running up to 10 Canada. kilometers. 10 kilometers. Six miles. That's just over too many numbers, miles. too. I'm not mathing and doing running. So, I don't know. Running, I, I, no. I fell in love with running when, like, my sophomore year of uh, high school track. Uh, I tried about everything else except for long jump because I don't have the the length to jump that far. Po- uh, pole vault it just scared the heck out of me. And high jump I'm I'm white and don't can't jump. So <laughs> <laughs> real talk, that's fine. That's I get that. So yeah. I was I was throwing and sprinting uh, the first couple of years, but then I just I just didn't like it. So I was like, well, my dad was a my dad's the long distance coach. Yeah. I'll talk to him. He did cross country in high school. I started doing it and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at Grace running. Uh, Running, so yeah, yeah, because Parker, you do short distance, right? No, no, okay, no, never mind. No, no, what do you do then? I play basketball, <laughs> short distance, I like it 94 feet. <laughs> Good, that's all, that's all you need. See, short distance running, yep. Oh man, yeah, and I think if we go to best thing, it was pretty cool. You know, we I don't know, we give Grace University 
couple shout outs here and there, but was able to uh, speak in a class today, uh, do that every once in a while with uh, Dr. Mark Carroll. The dude is just a legend when it comes to student ministry. And being in that class today was able to talk about how we program. It was a ministry management mm-hmm. class. So I mentioned, man, how much trouble our students get into all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good boy. <laughs> there you go. Yes, no, I, I mentioned how awesome you guys were, and you know, one of the students today. I'm, I know we're going a little over on on this first part, but it's basically fine. said, oh, you know, so how, you know, how do you help your students take what they're learning and you know bring it into the week? I'm like, we're really blessed. Like, you guys just do it naturally. All I have to yeah. do is say, hey, have you thought about this? Like, yep. I just help resource you guys. You guys do all the work. That's makes true. Makes <laughs> you guys easier. really do. And uh, yeah, as we talk about bringing. The, the things we learn on Sunday into the week and you guys doing the work. We have a very special uh, edition of our podcast today because our theme is about Bible study and doing Bible study specifically in school. These two right here uh, were part of the team that launched a seventh grade Bible study in our local middle school. They've uh, taken it, they've embraced it, you guys have owned it, and you've seen God work through it. Um, and before we talk more about that, we're going to jump into the Bible and actually uh, go to Scripture first. So our first chapter, our first verse is from First Peter chapter 2. Who's got that one? Oh, be me, Josh. Please read it, Eric. Okay. Can't wait. Like newborn babies, you should long for pu- for the pure milk of God's word. It, it will help you grow as a belie- as believers. You can do this now that you have tasted now good the Lord is, uh, now how good the Lord is. Awesome. And then our next one is from Hebrews chapter 10 and Parker will split this one. Go for it. So let us come near to God with a sincere heart. Let us come near boldly because of our faith. Our hearts have been sprinkled, our minds have been cleansed from a sense of guilt. Our bodies have been washed with pure water. Let us hold firmly to the hope we claim to have. The God who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we can stir up love to one another. Let us help one another to do good works. And let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. Instead, let us encourage one another with words of hope. And let us do this more as you see Christ's return approaching. So I mentioned how today our theme is going to be on Bible study and, and starting up that Bible study in the schools. Can you guys just just tell us a little bit, how did that start? How did you, um, how did you feel that God was leading you in that way? Uh, so it started out uh, like fifth grade, kind of going into middle school. We noticed that there were a lot, of pe- a lot more people than we thought that weren't Christian and didn't believe in God. Because mm-hmm. before that, we didn't really like dig deep and try and... F- figure out if people were Christian or not. Mm-hmm. So me and Eric kind of came up with the idea. It was this year, right, uh, that we started? Y- yeah. It was the beginning of this year, right? Yeah. Um, it started from uh, See at the Pole, which is oh, yeah. Um, yeah. everyone, it's, I uh, forget what date, but sometime in October, I'm pretty yeah. sure, mm-hmm. or September. And um, everyone. Beginning of the school year. Yeah. Everyone gathers around the flagpole in your school, and you just try to get as many kids as you can. And just praise for the school, for healing. And I remember kind of just texted Parker, I'm pretty sure it was, right? I don't know. It might have been one of my other friends. But um, I just asked 
what do you think would happen if we did a Bible study in school? Because I was like, maybe that might be okay. Um, Parker said, down. And is, let's that do exact, this. is that exactly what you said? Okay, you said let's do this. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> let's do this. Awesome. Good. Yeah, and so it it kind of started. We were a little shaky, kind of nervous, didn't really know what to talk about. We kind of were saying our first couple Bible studies were kind of like what we were going to do and what we were going to cover. And come along a couple more weeks, we start to get, I think we almost got up to 50 people one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we also had a lot of volunteers that wanted to do Bible studies. Yeah, yeah. And so we had people go with a partner, or they could do it by themselves too. Mm-hmm. And we just let them do what they wanted. And at first, I think we did it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, right? Yeah. Um, but we started on a Thursday, and we were kind of like, mm, like Parker said. And, um, we kind of grew from there, and... Uh, started reading from the book of Matthew and then kind of went away from that, I guess, a little bit and then kind of went into more deeper things that more or less middle schoolers struggle with and we just wanted to cover on that. So, like, even though, like, hearing it from a youth pastor or someone like that might be different from just hearing it from, like, a middle schooler or someone in your grade because they're probably more of an influence. Might, they might not be but they might be more of an influence on you like that. you can yeah. you can relate a little bit better i feel like oh good yeah I, well here's no the offense, thing Josh. Yo, no definitely and and that's the thing too i mean you guys get taught at all the time so even when i get up and teach to you you know it's your teachers at school you know they'll pick a topic and they'll, they'll do the same thing i just do it from the bible um but when you are able to say hey here's what i've been wrestling with here's what i read Here's what you know. I've been able to study up on and share that. It makes it way more approachable. I mean, mm-hmm. I've gone to school for this stuff. You're like, you're going at it. You're still on in sports teams. You're still doing homework. You're still balancing family, and you're finding that time. And students look to you guys and say, "Wow, they are able to do this." You know, I could, I could do that too. So, you got something to say, Ben? Yeah. So honestly, it's like such a bold opportunity and a bold thing you guys are doing. Because, like, you don't see that a whole lot. In in my life, I don't see it. In my peers' lives, I don't see it a whole lot. You guys, your generation, the fact that you guys are starting this now in 7th grade, you guys are going to go to 8th grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. Even into college, when you guys go your separate ways to your different universities and trade schools and whatever, you guys are still going to be able to text each other and be like, hey, what did you read today? Hey, I'm struggling with this. Hey, whatever, you know that kind of a thing. So that's really just really cool to hear and see. That's also kind of the thing that we've been trying to build up lately is more of a relationship with each other. So yeah, yeah. today what we spoke on was we're trying to share each other's stories. So we're taking volunteers that want to come up and share their faith story. and Which so, is what we talked about in church on Sunday. Yeah. Testimony. Yeah. Once again, shout out Mr. Hollis. Uh, so we're having people share their stories and we encourage people to write them down in a notebook or on their phone or something like that. A notebook's kind of better. but uh, <laughs> They did the homework I told them to oh do. Oh, my gosh. I love it. You guys, <laughs> you're listening. Wow. <laughs> they did pay attention. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so the whole goal of that is if you're going through a hard time or if you know somebody that's going through a hard time, maybe you could just go right into your notebook and see – 
uh, if you can relate to anybody or if you think you need to pray for anybody, you can just sit down, flip through your notebook for a little bit and pray and just have a one-on-one with God. Yeah, I think that's super important. You know, and just you coming up with the the beginning, the ideas and and going through, uh, a couple questions boil up. And and one I want to ask, in this whole process, has there been like a a challenge that you've had in it? Has there been something you had to work through and figure out along the way? Well, okay, so um, about like I think December-ish, I think it was, right? Um, we kind of, like, split, like, into not two different Bible studies, but Parker kind of, or we kind of, like, decided, because Parker was, like, having basketball, and it was just, like, Mm -hmm. I kept, like, trying to, like, get him to do it, and he, like, wanted to do it. He really wanted to, and he helped me with him, and it was just, like, it it was a struggle to get through stuff like that, and I know he, like, really, really did help at points and really came in clutch, clutch. <laughs> came in clutch like yeah. lately he's just been pounding it and I mean like it it feels so good just to have him like helping me a lot more because it's just it feels so much better and he's so good it's a lot too so before Christmas break we had is literally just me and Eric pretty much because at first it was like the thing, you know, and then it started to die out a little bit. Um, and then we didn't really have as many people that wanted to do the Bible study. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it was just me and Eric. So we were like, oh, yeah, this is way too much, especially because I uh, had basketball and stuff like that. And I couldn't get around to doing three a week. So we yeah. decided to scale it back a little bit to Monday and Wednesday. And now we have more people that actually want to do it. Yeah. So now we do have well it depends on the week too so this week we've had monday and then we have today and then i think we might do it tomorrow yeah depending on what um people might want to do mm-hmm. we'll probably do but i think we probably will get someone to do it tomorrow but um one big helper was would probably be kenzie she's oh yeah she's she, so good um, she's came through a couple times for us to just, um, she has some of the girls doing it more instead of just guys doing it. Cause I mean, you just want those people doing it and helping out. And we've got a lot more new people to do it and try to get closer to God. So, yeah. Yeah. And it brings a whole nother perspective in it too, but it also brings some support for you guys. Cause yeah, we want to clarify too, like you guys are doing everything. You're coming up with it. You're planning it. You're doing the study. I mean, there's resources out there that you guys are using, but you're really, you're owning it. Kenzie gets some credit, too. She's She mm-hmm. she plans yeah. it on the days that she does it. She plans it all by herself. Oh, yeah. Did I hear you guys, like, used to bring, like, handouts and stuff like that, too? Is that, did you guys do that? Or was oh, it the eighth grade I think group? a couple times we yeah. did, like, pass mm-hmm. out papers. <laughs> Crazy. That's or insane. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Feature pastors over here. Oh, my goodness. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And... There's been some challenges to it, but what have you, what would you say is the most rewarding piece of it so far for you guys? I'd have to say just a couple weeks ago, I found out somebody said that they've gotten brought closer to God through the Bible study. So I was like, oh, that's so awesome. All the work is paid off. Even if it's just one person, that's more than enough. So cool. 
And I'm sure there's more out there that we don't even know of. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that we could get them to go to youth group and to church more. Yeah, yeah and I kind of, I agree with Parker. And, um, and, like, it just helps me know that, like, at least once a week I'll be spending some time with God or some time in the Bible, some time trying to find scripture to teach on, to base something on, to just um, just going through the Bible and looking at stories and just fi like learning more. Even I'm learning new things yeah. through this, like, mm -hmm. e and it's just been really helpful. Yeah, I think so, yeah. that goes back to that First Peter um, too. You know how it talks about how God's word, you know, it helps us grow as believers. So, as you are, you know, as as you're doing this to help others grow, like you're getting into the word too. So you're growing, you're learning these things. You have to wrestle with text first. You have to read it and, and understand it before you're able to share it. And you yeah. know, then you start talking to other people who are growing in it. It's incredible. Yeah, and when people say too that it makes you happier when you spend more time with God, that's 100% true. I mean, yeah. it's just like working out. You At first, it's, I mean, it's not really that fun. And then after a week or so, you start to see progress, you know, the, and you become more educated and yeah. you feel like you know more and you just feel awesome. Like, Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. working out your spiritual muscles. Amen. <laughs> just like Ben on the track. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> You guys do this during your lunch hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's a amazing. How that's long a, is your minute. lunch hour? Half hour. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we have everybody eat in like 15-ish minutes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're doing this in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the, the system itself. Like, what do you do? Do you gather up in chairs? Like, how does the Bible study actually happen? If someone's listening right now, they're like, okay, I want to start this at my school. How do you structure that whole that whole lunch period well um i mean obviously they're not going to be focused because they're middle schoolers and it's lunchtime always but um even when it's not lunchtime so yeah that's hard sometimes because i mean the past couple bible studies we've had kids messing around and the other day um me and parker were just like i'm done with it and like we just kind of said uh, um i said like if you're if you really want to learn, if you really want to, like, get into the Bible, mm -hmm. like, stop messing around. Like, yeah. just let's let's listen up, mm -hmm. and like, and if you're gonna keep do if you're gonna keep doing that, just like leave. Cause if, if we don't want people, if people are hungry for the Bible right now, and like, you're distracting them, which is making their learning not as good as, mm. like, and we're just like, just we're done with it and no and no one left but everyone after that the past two or three have been like really calm and really focused and everyone's yeah. been learning mm -hmm. which me and Parker really like so yeah mm -hmm. yeah we kind of we kind of lucked out too because of COVID we you were allowed to sit in the hallway to eat lunch too so we went down in our corner to do our well, we it all started because we started eating down there, and then the that's hallway, when we right? yeah. yeah, and then that's when we thought, hey, that'd be a good spot to do the Bible study because in the lunchroom it's way too loud. Like you can't even say you'd have to be screaming for anybody ten feet away to hear you. Mm -hmm. So now everybody has to sit in the lunchroom because I mean yeah yeah things have 
changed things have a changed. Bit. Yeah. 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 But we did ask the principal, and he's still letting us go down the hallway. So that's awesome. Because that way there can't be people that are just coming down to mess around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's incredible. And, I mean, we've tried outside a couple times because we kind of got it, like, banned. Because some kids were being too loud and oh, we just yeah. couldn't go on there and we had to go outside. And that did not work at all. Well, outside is where everyone's playing basketball yeah. and gaga ball and mm-hmm. soccer. Yeah. And, um, but like, um, if you have, like, if there is an area where you think outside would work, that'd definitely be a great place to do it. Yeah. And if you don't have a place like that, I mean, asking a teacher or a principal is a great way just to, like, Con- like get over that. Exactly. If you if you can find some sort of corner, that's the best spot to be, mm-hmm. because if you're sitting right out in the open, there's so many people that are gonna walk straight through it, and mm-hmm. everybody's yelling and bouncing basketballs all the time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you know you're open with administration to be like, hey, this is what we want to do. We're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to you know disrespect anyone we just want to study our bible this is a great time for us to do it it's huge what have you guys learned in this how have you grown how's god been moving in your life through this bible study i know you talked about others but let's talk about you Uh, i've learned that before i can educate other people i first need to know as much as i can myself Mm. so before me and Eric share a Bible study. We'll call each other sometimes for over two hours, yeah. and we'll just read scripture together and mm-hmm. kind of brainstorm and look up articles and do a little research and yeah. see what we can find. I also asked my dad some questions too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been super helpful with that, mm-hmm. and we just kind of throw it together and somehow it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> Eric, what about you? Yeah, just, like, finding any good, like, it can just be, sometimes I'll just be flipping through the Bible, and I'll just be like, wow, that really hit me right there. And I'll be like, and I'm like, I definitely want to share that. And then I'll go over to Parker, and he's like, that's amazing, that's great. Or he'll go over to me, and he'll be like, that's amazing. Or I'll be like, that's amazing. That's great, and like it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And then, um, and then he'll and like we just like keep learning and learning, and it's just like I've learned plenty new story, uh, many new stories, and many new um, lots more scripture, and just mm-hmm. learned how it's been, how it's set up, and mm-hmm. just like learn how to, um, yeah, just grow people's faith and just try to, yeah. yeah. And I think. You know, as we read that Hebrew passage too. You know, it's saying the the let's hold firm, but it also talks about the meeting, the importance of meeting together. Yeah. How has this um, made an impact on your schedule? Like, I know you're middle schoolers; you have so much going on. But like, how have how has this been a priority in your schedule? I know you talked about like doing it on this day and then that day and that day, but like, in relation to when do you plan this? I know you talked about talking for two hours on the phone. When does that happen? You have homework. You have sports. You have all that stuff. Um. So usually it's about sometimes Sunday. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Weekend. Yeah. The day before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Sometimes whatever day, right? And we're just like, okay, 
here's what I was thinking and here's what you were thinking and we just kind of try to find something in between or something related to it that we could share off of or something like that. And then um, you're saying how we find time. Like um, uh, he plays basketball and I play hockey and um, both in the winter and in the winter we really kind of struggled trying to yeah. connect. And I mean, I would get, I remember some nights I got home at 9.30 and some nights uh, and like, I remember staying up till like eleven thirty one night tr- trying to play on Bible side for the next day. Yeah, that's a big commitment. That is commitment. Luckily, we've had some people that have stepped up. Yeah. That's that's been awesome too. Is the fact that we can get other people to yeah. want to be hungrier for the Bible and to try to grow their faith and educate other people because not only are you helping other people and it's kind of lightening me and Eric's load, but you're helping yourself too because it's one thing to be at the bible study and it's another thing to do the bible study and educate people because you get to learn so much more when you do the bible study that's crazy and like i'm going to school for this stuff i'm in a class right now for this kind of stuff just going out and sharing the gospel sharing the bible but and you guys are doing it without having to go to school or anything Mm -hmm. like the, as much as this is just exciting, I'm sitting here with the yeah. biggest smile on my face. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. And it's just organic. Like you yeah. just you just have a hunger for it. Yeah. You know how we said, you know, you need spiritual milk, you know, you need mm-hmm. that pure, you need all that stuff and, and going to God's word and, and growing that. Um, if there's someone out there listening right now who is like, Wow, I wanna do that in my school. I wanna get that started. What advice would you have for them? Okay, so the biggest thing is make sure you keep it consistent. And by consistent, it means to be, to have each Bible study kind of interconnect with each other. So that way people can kind of stitch it together. And that way they can do a little bit of their own thinking. And then if they have some questions for themselves, they can dig deeper and uh, do their own research. That way they get to see some other things that they might not even see if from the regular Bible study. Wow. Yeah. And just thinking like you're, um, you would be really hungry for the Bible and really want and know probably more than most people. And I've kind of learned that like you need to um, go to their level and think would really would, I know that, or would they know that? Cause like, um, would you, like, yeah. If would you, I know that? I know what it means, what it is. But really, would they know that? And like, and just having that amount, like such a little bit of time, it's hard to teach that. Which and what Parker was saying, just have a plan to base off of and know what to like. Yeah. So basically, how we come up with teachings for Sunday night, you're doing that on, you know, on, on weekdays in your Bible study. You know, knowing, knowing your audience in, in the Bible. You know, it talks about knowing your flock. You know, my my sheep know my voice. You know, that's Amen. huge. Knowing the needs of the the group that you're talking to and knowing their level, knowing what they need to hear. Yeah, and another thing too is, in order to grab their attention more, make sure you're not saying the same thing. Because then they kind of zone out and they're like, well, I already know this. 
And then you might lose a couple people too because they're like, we already know all this stuff, so I don't really need to go. So make sure it's something new every time, and it can be, it's, it's going to be really interesting to people a lot of the time. And last, we always like to talk to you if there's a you know someone in my spot, another like student pastor out there, a youth pastor who's listening right now. If there's some advice from a student's perspective, if a, if you know a, a youth pastor's like, how do I get my students to do this. What encouragement would you give them to say, hey, if you want your students to do this, here's some thoughts. Okay, so the first thing is it can't really be forced because, again, it's like being made to work out. You're not going to like it when you're working out and somebody's making you work out. It's got to, you got to figure out a way to grab their attention and make them interested so that way they want to dig deeper and they want to share it with other people. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, like, just, you uh, want them to, like, be with it and be thinking about more, like, what scripture says and what and how they should interact with other people because if you can get them to do it in their schools or in just everyday life, like, just asking them to pray once a week or something like that or just asking them, like, simple things like that can just grow someone's faith or something like that, which can really, I mean, it doesn't have to be very big and just be really small. and It can just grow and grow and grow and based off that. Exactly. Yeah, just saying, what's the first step? What's the first step? Maybe it is a, a see you at the pole kind of moment. Maybe it just starts with a couple students gathering together, doing prayer, and then it goes yep. to a Bible study, and then it goes to a couple days a week, and it goes to finding more leaders, and it goes to where it is now. And, yeah, you guys have have just been faithful every step of the way. And I think that's one of the big reasons why God has blessed it. You've just said, okay, God, this is the opportunity you've put in front of me. Mm -hmm. We're going to pray. This is next. We're going to pray. This is next. We're going to study. It's been huge what you guys have done. And who knows? It, you guys are gonna, couldn't be inspiring the grades below you, too, to start something like this, too. Mm -hmm. And to see a ripple effect like that come out of this would be something really cool. Yeah. And I honestly think that could happen. God is going to bless yeah. that. I Amen. think it's going to happen. Because if you could get one person to come closer to God every single year, mm -hmm. and you do that for five years, that is five people that have given their life to God Amen. or have come closer yep. to God. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, is is this something that, like, you know, you, you plan on doing as you get into eighth grade and, and going on? I mean, as long as me and Eric are... Uh, in the same grade, I think it'll probably keep going. Most definitely. That's awesome. Uh, you know, we don't usually do this, but what I want to do now, Ben, can I have you pray over these two? Pray over Kenzie and pray yeah. over that that Bible study itself. This is what changes schools. Yeah. This is what happens when the Holy Spirit gets caught, gets shared, gets mm -hmm. taught, mm -hmm. and then takes over. So, yeah. Ben, yeah, if you can just just pray over these guys. Yeah, let's pray. God, thank you for uh, Eric and Kenzie and Parker and the whole Bible study at the school. Um, I pray that you just keep blessing them and you keep pouring your, your wisdom into them and that they're able to keep growing within you. Um, I pray that the right people find this Bible study and that um, even if it's just one person for the entire school year that comes comes to you, and turns towards you that we will rejoice because we know that when one sinner, just one sinner, 
turns and repents, all of heaven rejoices. Yeah. So I pray over these these three, um, Eric, Kenzie, and Parker, and that um, they just keep seeking after you and keep being hungry for you and uh, keep inspiring people like me, like Josh, um, even even younger, even the sixth graders and fifth graders of that. Um, as the the three get older and as the uh, group gets older, that the younger grades can um, be inspired to start something like this. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank thank you. you for having us. Yeah. yeah. You guys got to come back sometime. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. Deal. Mm-hmm. Give you an update. Love it. Can't yeah. wait. Well, from the yeah. Students Ministry Podcast, we will be off next week, but we will see you in two weeks. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.